Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The return of the Shades at Night podcast. It feels good. We'd this like to thank good. you all for making us number 207 in 207. France for com- comedy interview podcasts. Comedy interviews in France, 207. This is huge. Look at us. Thank you, guys. We really couldn't do it without you. This is a huge milestone. We're aiming for 205 by the end of the year, baby. I think we try and break 200. Is that... Is that too much for reach? Maybe it's too much to ask, but you guys brought us here, and you guys can bring us there. Can we break the top 200 in France for comedy interviews? It's all we ask. <laughs> we start... In France, though. If it's any other country, we don't care. Right now. We'll yeah. see what happens. We're, we're French supremacists. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We haven't talked about that, but okay. So this is our first episode in several, several months. It's been like five months, It's dude. been like five months, but we're back. I'm back. Zach's back. I'm, I'm back. back. We're working together again. Back in black. Quick life update. Zach, well, if you will start. I got married. You got married. Big deal. Big, big time. A lot of fun. Are you happy with the arrangement? Yeah, I'm pretty happy. How many goats did you give up? Too many to count. Mm-hmm. Goats, the inflation on goats Dude, for for a, a hand in marriage, absolutely terrible nowadays. It's like the goats and the cows. It was arguably more cows than goats. <laughs> arguably, I Go- can't remember. I lost count. Oh my goodness! Well, that inventory when you take inventory of your various uh, livestock. Yeah, it was only cows and goats, and now I have nothing. But I have a wife, so well, we all make trade offs. Give and take, yeah. Well. Our congratulations from France go out to Zach for his big day and his new <laughs> life. Yep. And we wish them a long life of happiness once again from France. <laughs> and across the table. Thank and you. across the table. Um, my life update, I have a very awesome girlfriend. We're nice. moving in together. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Very good. Yes. Very awesome. And that's... We're both... We're, are we thriving? I'd say we're pretty close to thriving. I feel like I'm doing very well. In life. Yeah. Are yeah, well? feeling solid. I, I would give my life right now like a nine point seven. Really, I'm feeling great, dude. Out of ten, like mentally, physically, yeah. yeah, honestly, dude, I need to start working out again. It's tough. I I took a break and I'm feeling it. I'm in the hybrid athlete mode. Yeah, see, Melissa cooks, which is a problem for me because really good food. Because really good food, and I eat way more than I did. Well, and I don't know. I'm scared to go on the scale in our bathroom because I don't want to look at that number. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta double the workout for double the food because you don't want to eat less of this amazing food. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. we're gonna have <laughs> you, get offset. We're gonna have you guys over sometime for uh, some amazing. incredible mac and cheese. Should we record that and upload it? <laughs> uh, no. Record the dinner. It's an idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea, it's but a bad yeah. Idea. Man, it's an idea. Um, so, yeah, I'm doing well. Zach's doing well. I'm yep. doing the hybrid athlete. I had a friend come into work one day at my old job. He comes in and goes, I ran a marathon this morning. And he was at work. And he had trained for a week. So this inspired me to sign up for the uh, Top of Utah Marathon. That's insane to me. Like, oh, yeah, I trained for a week and I'm in a marathon. It's... I mean, you already have to be in was it a good time? Shape. No, it, it's just a, like a little mind over. He was in good shape, but like a little, he just did it, powered through it. Yeah, and I want to do it now. But I'm actually training, so in a, in 
four months time I'll be at the top of <laughs> see that's more realistic to me yeah you train well, for four months for a marathon and i've been training sure so i feel i feel good about it so i'm doing that but i also don't want to be super skinny runner so i'm still lifting hybrid athlete i'm not nice. great at either but i don't suck at either either right that's what you want to be you want to be well-rounded i don't know a lot of people that choose one or the other because mm-hmm. you can, you can be a like great it. runner or you can be a great with weightlifter but do you care about being great at either one of those things? No, I just want to look good right. and feel good. And feel good. Okay. And doing both of those things to a okay level accomplishes that goal. Yeah, I don't really care if I run a under sub three hour marathon. Yeah, that's I'm aiming for sub four. I'd be a, like sub seven and I'd is, be content with which that. Which is like an average marathon. Yeah. Sub seven's walking. That's that sounds about right. <laughs> no correction there, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm jogging for like a third of that, maybe. Maybe that's pushing it. I don't know. My hips would hurt from the speed walking more than running. Have you seen those speed walkers, dude? They've got their hip my... from elbow to elbow. And I don't know where it was in in my extended family, but it was like a great uncle or something, professional speed walker. You're kidding. No. Like... That's awesome. Yeah, professional. Like, he won... I don't know if it was, like, obviously not Olympic level, because I don't think there's speed walking in the Olympics. Oh, sure. But... Maybe. Professional level. I don't know how you get to that point, but apparently he was. You'd so. be really fucking awesome at speed walking as I get to that point. Yeah. What a legend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. life's going good. Yep. Um, besides that, the thing we all care most about, the Utah Jazz. Yes. Yes. Draft yes. is upcoming. So excited. So let's talk about this real fast. Rudy Gobert last night. Nuggets. The, the, the tweet? Yeah. Nuggets win the championship. Rudy Gobert congratulates them in what can only be described as a straight-up diss to the Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert said... Hold on. Um, let me pull this up. He's going to pull it up. But he said something along the lines of... They never quit on their players after years and years of failing. Which I did read that. It yeah. should, it, Donovan and Gobert, you cannot compare them to Murray and Jokic. No, no, Donovan no, no, is no. better than Murray, not by a significant margin, but better. Yeah, but Jokic is maybe in another galaxy than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, not even close. So He's this is. I'll just. I'll just read it to you. Um, quote, happy for the Nuggets, beautiful team, basketball all year round. Failed over and over in previous years, didn't quit on their guys, which is what you were saying. And Jokic will finally get the respect he deserves. So, nice on some level, but complete diss to the Utah Jazz. And I saw so many people in the comments were being like, we miss you, Rudy, worst trade ever. No. Two Jazz fans here yeah. loved it. That Love might the trade. Yeah. Might be the greatest trade in NBA history. Could go I'm down just as throwing a, that dude, out there. The amount of picks that we got that still are unused. So 16 this year and like four future upcoming picks. Plus Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler, who this last year I would argue has was better than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Just one for one swap. I'm not doing that and the right advanced now. Advanced statistics support that. Yeah. Um, one I know, for one swap and then think about all that we got yeah and then Pat Bev was part of that and then Jared Vanderbilt Jan- and Luke Beasley who yeah. we traded but we turned that into two first round picks yeah so we got like six or seven first round picks a picks one or two pick swaps yeah out of that Rudy Gobert trade that's ridiculous. incredible and the thing about this deal like the everlasting impact of this deal is the Timberwolves 
on their year that they went all in. Because Rudy Gobert's timeline is now with an exclamation point. Like as far as when Rudy would be contributing to a contending team. Right. They were in the play-in. Yeah. And they lost in five games in the first round. With Carl Anthony Towns. And Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is the best player on the team. And he will get better, and I think his potential's, you know, sky high. Yeah, well, he's only, what, like 22, 23? Rudy Gobert is getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. He's 30 years old. Or 31 now. Something like that. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. For a seven-footer, too. And he's still getting paid, what, like $50 million a year? They're in salary cap hell. Yeah. <laughs> salary cap hell. So, and then the Jazz this year, literally, like, what were we, like, four games below the Timberwolves? Yeah. Or something like that. We were in contention for the play-in. Yeah. We were, up we until, been, like, We could have been a week two games before. from kicking them out. Yeah. We were that close. And we were the ones that swapped our two best players for a, te- a team that plays hard. This was Jazz basketball this year. Yeah. No pointing fingers. Will Hardy. No big toss. fan. Will Hardy's amazing. Big fan. You're a yeah. big fan of Will Hardy? I am. I think... And then run, run us through... Run us through... The future of the Jazz right now as of the outlooks. Give us who you would keep. Give us three. So if you have three untouchables, give us those three okay. untouchables. I'm not moving Walker Kessler. Wouldn't either. Clearly. I think I'm keeping Laurie Markin in as well. Yeah. I'm and, an all-star starter. Yeah. Um, no, Is he I third think, team All-NBA? Yeah, I don't know. And I only think he was a starter because he was in Utah. Hot take, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, anyway, third is um, between Colin Sexton and Akbaji. Okay. Because I like both of those guys a lot. I, th- I feel like Akbaji has a ton of potential. I would keep. That he has not tapped into I yet. think Sexton... I think a team would overpay for him. Like a contender. Yeah. Like you say next year the Nuggets lose Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. They maybe have an injury or two. I could see them making a deadline deal for like Colin Sexton. I could see the Suns trading for Colin Sexton after the Chris Paul thing. Yeah. I just think a contender would value. See, I guess that's score. untouchable is hard. I feel like I have maybe two not. untouchables. Okay. And that's Laurie Markkinen and Walker Kessler. In this draft, we've talked extensively about this draft at work. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all we talk about is this draft. Hours. <laughs> because we have the nine number nine pick, and we have the number 16 pick. And, like, 28, I think. 27. Sure. Maybe. Um, With those picks, there's a lot of different ways we can go. Both me and Zach, I think, are in favor. A lot of teams are talking about it, but trading up to the third or the fourth pick for a top talent... Um, A.K.A. Scoot Henderson. Specifically Scoot, yeah. Potentially Cam Whitmore. I'm not trading a three for Cam Whitmore. We'd trade a five for Cam Whitmore. I'd trade a five. Amen Thompson. We're not super high on Yeah. But that's something the Jets can do. Potential's there. So the the Pelican Shams came out today. I don't think about. I haven't seen this. Okay. He talked about the Pelicans and how... Zion Williamson might be on the table for the number three or number two pick to the Hornets. Probably number two for Scoot Henderson in specific, not Brandon Miller. So if the Pelicans trade a number two and take Scoot, we are in 
opposition to trading for three for Brandon Miller, I think. Yeah, I would not want to trade. Because to get to three, you're going to have to give up Laurie Markkinen, at least. Probably. I've seen a trade where you give up Laurie Markkinen and a late first-round pick, so probably the 28th pick this year, Uh in return for Anthony Simons. You sent me this, Anthony Simons and the number three pick. So I can pull up the exact one. It was... Let me pull it up, because I thought it was actually interesting. Now, it was... Okay, so... Jazz get third pick and the 23rd pick. And Anthony Simmons. And Anthony Simmons. Um, Blazers get Markinen, the ninth pick, and then the 28th pick. So Jazz, out of that, would basically have Anthony Simmons, the number three pick, the 16th pick still, and then the 23rd pick. And you would give up Lori Markinen for that. How beautiful would that be? That'd be... (sighs) I would love it if we get scooped. If we get Brandon Miller, I'll be... I mean... I'm we, not as... I like, don't pretend to be a draft uh, expert, but I do watch a lot of both college basketball... You watch more and, college than I do. And mock drafts and draft analysis and yeah. stuff like that. I feel I'm well enough equipped to say that Brandon Miller does not have the star potential that Scoot Henderson does. Yeah. And we've seen, and this is what we'll get into next, is the Nuggets, as well as the Bucks in 2021... When you are a small market, you need a top five, people say top ten, but I would argue top five guy to bring you there. Yeah. And the Jazz, Laurie Markkinen's not going to beat that. He's a really solid number two to that guy that's top five. But we might have to give that up to get there. But no one on the Jazz will sniff. I don't think we'll have a guy that's top 20 in the NBA on this current roster. Not in the current roster, no. So you need to take a, a, a chance on, on winning for real. If we keep this roster and we draft at 9-16 two good role players, we could be another perennial second-round team. Awesome. We've done this for 30 years. Yeah. See, I think Brandon Miller is... His, like, ceiling is a slightly lesser version of Paul George. That's kind of how I That'd view. That'd be awesome. Now. Paul George is not taking a team to the. No, that's and, what that's what I'm saying. And a full and a, a lesser version of him is not taking yeah. a team to the. It, well, let's just say that's he. That's his comp. That's his ceiling is Paul George. That's still. I'm not doing that. No. Now, Scoot. That's that's interesting. Obviously, the Spurs aren't doing anything. Yeah. The Spurs won the NBA for the next twenty years, maybe. Yeah, I. I know you have a controversial Wimbenyama take. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's just going to get hurt, and it scares me. I won't predict an injury. I get that. I do. But just uh, track record for someone with that size and the lack of meat on that kid's bones. I mean, it's not as bad as some players. It's not, but it's still bad. Maybe. And it makes me nervous, but if I'm picking first overall... I'm still taking it. Like I'm not you're taking a shot at. I'm not questioning he shouldn't go first overall. I'm just not as high as some people are on him. I think I'm just as high. Nuggets, NBA champions. Did Congratulations! You watch, did you watch that game? It was a really good game. I hated that game. Why did you hate the game? They were so both teams shot terribly. Yeah, 
really it just wasn't a fun game to watch. Roll of the Nuggets. I think it was like four minutes left in the second quarter. They're like one for fourteen. Yeah. So they ended the game. It was like seventeen point something percent from three. That's terrible. And then, I mean, the, then rest, the Heat most of somehow the game still out. lost that game. Most of the game was a grind out, but yeah. I thought the last six minutes were pretty awesome. Yeah, and they delivered. Oh, it was just a, it was a hard game for me to watch. The but. officiating in the last two finals games was so Oof. bad. Yeah, when they went to the monitor and they saw that Jimmy Butler kicked out his leg, kicked Aaron Gordon in the nutsack, <laughs> and Aaron Gordon didn't touch anything else on him, and they went, they they reviewed it. Yeah, it's a bad call on the floor. They reviewed it. And that, that happened, like, Bam Adebayo and the flopping in Game 4 that continued into Game 5. I think some Nuggets fans were overreacting, but I don't think by much. Yeah. I would have been pissed. I, I get they, it, but Bam played hell of a series. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he was... If, he, if he was more in Game 1 or 3... Yeah. They might... We might be looking at a different series right now. We might still be looking at a series I, right I'm now. just saying, if... He was the best player on their team this series. I think it's close, but I wouldn't. I don't think that's a bad take. Yeah, I think he played better than Jimmy Butler did. But let's give the Nuggets their flowers. Yeah, they deserve it. Jokic is awesome. I love, dude. I love I'm, everything he, about he this won, man. He won me over. Yeah. Last night when he's like, "My good, let me see if he ducked me," and he was talking about the the, the tennis player, right? Okay. The Serbian dance players, let me see. And he looks at his phone and he goes, fuck. I gotta turn this off. And he's like, lots of texts. Oh, so many. Like <laughs> so many texts. And then I saw him like tackling Jamal Murray into the team pool. Yeah. And then like Christian Braun doing a perfect cannonball into the pool as well. <laughs> and then Jokic like after the game, like just being like, it was a good team ever. We can go home now. Yeah. Did you see what he said about the, the, the parade? parade? Yeah. <laughs> was Thursday? I'm not going to that. I'm going to go home. <laughs> and then they're like, no, you got to go to the parade. He's like, okay, I'll go home Friday morning. <laughs> like, I just, just I, I respect him yeah. so much. And he's the best player in the world with a period. Right now, yeah. 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 He's I the, think next up is Giannis. I think I would put them in the same category, even though I'd still put too. Jokic ahead of him. Jokic in this finals right. is so he's the first player. Let's let's go through the accomplishments that we can name off our head. He's the first player in NBA history to lead the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. Crazy. He's the first NBA finals player in history to have 30, 20, and 10. He averaged in the finals 30 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. He averaged close to a triple double. He's the fourth player in NBA history to win the chip. Play more than 15 games and have over a 30 PER. The four players are Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq, and him. <laughs> That's just... It's bonkers. Yeah. This was one of the greatest playoff runs we've ever seen. Yeah. And it's probably going to go down in history as one that people forget. You know what's one that's underrated? 2021 Giannis. Yeah. Game, game the, six, 50 points. This is going to go down as that same sort of thing where people are like, oh yeah, the Nuggets did win that year. But there's gonna what's going to happen is... 15 years from now, we're going to look at Jokic and Giannis the way we looked at the way Shaq dominated and Duncan dominated. Yeah. I'll say it. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I Jokic is 28 years old. I think he's got seven years of this. I think he does. Yeah. The way he plays, he might have more. 
he's so agile. Yeah. There but, like, that's the thing, though, is he's not, like, jumping around like crazy. No, he's not. He's not, like, blowing people over trying to get to the rim. And, like, the way he plays is sustainable. Yeah. And I he just won me over. I love the mentality of this is a job. I like what I do, and I care about my teammates, and I'll try my hardest. But yeah. at the end of the day, this is not the most important thing in life. Right. I would respect that. Yeah. Really cool. It's much healthier outlook on life than like Mamba mentality. Uh huh. Like just killing yourself with the game. Which is, I would say, for the most part, people that are great at a sport have that mentality. Generally speaking. Most of the, yeah, Giannis has that prop for sure. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, this is this is my life. This is it. This is what I grew up with. This is all I care about. And he comes in here and he's like, yeah, I enjoy it, but I want to go home and see my I'm gonna family. I'm going to try my absolute hardest. I care about my team. I'm not going to let my teammates down. Like, so that's what I care about the most. It's like, I just want these guys. I'm proud of these guys. Yeah. He's like, he said something. There's a quote. He's like, uh, the most important thing is the guy next to me. Yeah. Love that. Really cool. Yeah. Um... As we're recording this, the Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup. That's it on that. <laughs> Las Vegas, yeah! That's our hometown team, kind of. Kind of. Maybe not for... Uh, I, I guess I'm an not Avalanche for long. fan, yeah. I don't know. I like. I don't think we'll get an NHL team. Hopefully we'll get an you MLB You don't think team. so? No? Did you see what Ryan Smith said? About the MLB team? What did he say? No, he said he wants to bring a hockey team here. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. I would be cool. really like that. Be hockey cool. games are really fun to go yeah. to. I've been to a Golden Knights game. Um, moving on, I think we want to hit on what's been going on in the world because that's what we do is we have hot, we have, what's our, what's our bio again? What do we do here? <laughs> Why are we here again? <laughs> How no, did we I have, get we, here? we pitch our imperfect ideas about our imperfect world. Yeah. Something really douchey like so that. So let, let's take, let's take our imperfect ideas about our imperfect world. Um, Jury duty. We I watched just that. watched it. Yeah. So basically, Ashton got me to it, watch it. For those who haven't seen it, big fan. The premise of the show is that there's this guy Ronald, and yeah. he is selected for jury duty. He applies to be on a documentary about jury duty, and he thinks it's a real case with a real trial. Everything's real. Everyone else is actors, so they put him through the ringer and do all these funny things to see how he will react. And it's really funny, and it's really good. James Marsden's in it, and then a bunch of actors you wouldn't really know the names of. Maybe you've seen other things. You probably recognize a couple of faces. But overall, I laughed the entire time. It was really the good. The ending was nice. Yeah. Um, they, did, they didn't, like, overdo it. And, like, as far as, like, acting goes, they were in this sequestered jury for, what, two weeks? The yeah, actors were in a constant two, state yeah. of improv. Yeah. And they had to go with Ronald, whatever Ronald was doing, to make it seem like a real case. James Marsden said, uh, like, a lot of times they didn't show this, obviously, because they didn't make good TV. But they had to, after something weird would happen, they would do six hours of just regular court. Just normal. Yeah, it said on the to make like, him ending it. credits, it was like a total of 30 hours in the courtroom of actual, like, court. court. Yeah. Boring old court. To make him believe that it was real. It is so funny. It's really good. It's really good. I we, hope they come out with another season of it. But what if the person's seen it? Well, that's that's the thing. is you got to find somebody that hasn't. I think an old person would be really good. That would be good. But here's the thing. Ronald is a good person. The guy that they selected. 
Yeah. He proved that he was a good person. Right. I think they reward him with $100,000. It was 100000 yeah. But Which is really cool. What if they get a bad person? <laughs> I feel like... That'd be a good TV. It would, but I feel like it wouldn't last all that long. No, I think he. They, I think they'd be like, "What the yeah. is this?" Yeah. Anyway, solid show. Recommend it. Recommend it to everyone. It's on Amazon Prime. No free shoutouts. It's on. It's not on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you got to go find it. We don't. We don't know where it is. We don't know where it is, and we wouldn't suggest looking on Amazon Prime. Unless they don't we do us. get some random check in the mail, in which case, it might be. It might be on Amazon Prime. Don't check. Movies that have been coming out recently. Movie reviews this year. I mean, have my, you seen? Have you seen the new uh, Spider Man? I have not yet. Really, really good. I've heard. So it's the highest rated film in the history of Letterboxd. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Four point seven out of five. Wow. It's above. So Letterboxd is super, like, movie cinephile movies. Right. So the second highest rated is called Come and See. It's a war film, a okay. Soviet war film. The Godfathers are up there. Sure. Stuff like that. Higher than all those. Wow. Higher than Shawshank. See, I don't know if it was that good, but really good. It was really well done. A lot of people love it, and it means a lot to a lot of people I've heard. I'm yeah. going tomorrow. Are you? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I've been getting into movies. It's been my passion for yeah. the last six months. Yeah. Is I've watched a lot of movies. I've seen 30 movies this year. 30? Yes. Okay, I thought you said three for a minute. Wow. My top three at the moment. Zach, talk while I pull it up. Well, this this Spider-Man. Um, the animation. Are you an animation guy? Yeah. Okay. I appreciate good animation. So, you saw the first Spy- Spider-Man, right? Oh, it's a five star for me. Right. Uh, this one, they took that same type of animation and they like expanded upon it. And it's... Like the without spoiling too much, obviously it's a multiverse sort of thing. Each planet or universe that they're in has a slightly different animation style. That's awesome. It's really cool. It's like Star Wars Visions, but yeah. executed. It's it's really well done. Um, so the my top three for the year. I'll, when we do this, we'll be doing it more consistently, and I want to talk about more movies. Yeah, that we actually see. We're gonna there. get back into that. But we, we list of ranking that we have. That's like. 87. I think it's 83. Okay, 83. Um, top three are John Wick, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. And haven't I haven't seen it Air, yet. But I also just watched um, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It's a climate movie, actually. Okay. But it doesn't force it down your throat. It's really good. Okay. I really recommend it. It's more of a... What is it on? I rented it on mm. Amazon. Uh, the Flash I had gave or maybe not Amazon so I was able, Flash is coming out this Friday it hasn't come out by the time it's about to come but out but you've already Wednesday. seen it I saw it last Wednesday yeah you had inside I had insider trade information yeah because of my friend from Letterboxd showed me this fancy little website <laughs> that I'm not going to tell you guys because I don't want you guys to get the tickets for me <laughs> I've told Zach and he's not going to say the name nope because I don't remember it The Flash I gave a three and a half out of five okay the movie Okay, talk about it real quick for everyone that cares. Ezra Miller is a good Flash, not great. They did say at the very beginning of the movie, they made it clear, this is not the final version that you'll see in theaters in June. They said that on the showing that you saw? Yes, so I think CGI is a little 
they're they need to fix the CJ is what I'll say. Okay. There's a lot of moments where you go. Ooh. But how much can you change? What you're talking two weeks difference. I think that version that had come out before because they started doing early showings about a month ago. Oh, okay. So I bet they've had a month. Okay. And I bet it, that they, that they were working on before then for the final version. Sure. Keaton is awesome. Yeah. He didn't miss a beat. He's great. They do all the old Batman music, which for me, I hadn't watched the, those old Batman movies as a kid. But playing the Lego Batman game, you hear that music, <laughs> yeah. that starts coming on. Oh, I lost my shit. Yeah. Um, besides that, it almost feels like they're dissing Henry Cavill. Because they, like, obviously he's kicked out. Yeah. And they show Superman, but they won't show his face in, like, flashbacks and stuff. And, like, it just honestly feels like they're like, he doesn't exist anymore. See, I liked him. I he was know. great. They had to do a young one, apparently. They're doing a new suit. James Gunn. Director of Guardians of the Galaxy is directing the new Superman movie, and he wants a young Superman. Huh. I'm excited. For how how young are we talking? Like teenager or just like 20, early twenties? Okay, is sure. the character? Yeah. Okay. We're trying. Uh, Henry Cavill's in his forties. Yeah. And they want to carry this guy through the next twenty years of DC movies. Jeez. So you can't have Henry Cavill at age sixty. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see it, but I just wish they gave him one good Superman movie. Yeah. Man of Steel's okay. It was okay, yeah. But The Flash, I gave it three and a half out of five. I would recommend it. Right. A lot of people said it was mind-blowing. It was not mind-blowing. It wasn't that good. I don't think you'd get your mind blown. Um, would it have been... Say the visuals are... that I did not take that into account. You didn't? No. Okay, I was going to say, I, like, I gave it a put three. them up to like standard, like, this is a quality, well-done movie. Is it still three out of five? Uh, three, three and, and a half. half? Probably. Yes. Okay. Um, Ezra Miller... Never been a huge fan. Well, they they have a lot of allegations. What? Yeah. I don't know the specifics, so I won't get into it, but there's been ongoing cases. I think Ezra Miller got me too. Really? Yeah. I did not hear that. But they stuck with him. Huh. Stuck with them. Right. Yeah. It? My apologies. No, them. Sorry. Not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ah, uh, shit. Oh, Cancelled. <laughs> what have I done? Okay. Let's just move, for, move Let's on. Move our favorite television show, The Grand Tour. Yeah. Our One of our previous podcasts is called The Scandy Pod. What are we going to call this one? Oh, that will be the cited after. Okay. We, never, we never name them in the episode. You That's know, fair. This is not the first rodeo. All actually. right, all right, all right. It's just been a while. <laughs> we forgot. Rust is coming off. Pop my back or something. Um, James May said it is one of this episode's one of the last two episodes. Yeah. Most likely. It yeah. seemed like it was. Basically, came out and said they're getting too old and it's time for to let someone else take the reins. And I don't like that at all. I <sighs> Jeremy looks really old. He does. They're James and Ham, Ham Hamilton look fine. Hammond Hammond Hamilton. Did I just you, you Hamilton? said Hamilton? Richard Hammond. Oh my god! <laughs> I've seen Top Gear five thousand times. Ooh, I want to get into this. Keep going okay. about the Grand Tour finishing. So it hurts. It hurts, but I do feel like at a point things do come to a natural end and that's kind of what they said 
I agree now, with them. I don't like it. I don't like it. I kind of wish they all... Because I just like the banter and the the chemistry they that they the, have. The, the camp show. So where, where they go in the studio. Yeah, just go, go in and just like start a podcast. That would be incredible. That podcast would go insane. Yeah. They'd be like 206 in France. Yeah. Just slightly above us. We're 207. I know, but we're going up to not 199 by the end of the year. That's right. So they can be like 201. Yeah. Something like that. And that's a huge success. We make so much money off of this. We do? Yeah. I haven't seen a dime. Oh, no. We're going to talk after the show. <laughs> We're going to talk after the show. <laughs> On Letterboxd, they have all the Grand Tour Top Gear specials that you can rate and rank. Rank them? So I have my list. Okay. Top Gear, Grand Tour, ranked. Tell <laughs> me if these would be in your top five specials. All right. These are my top five. Is now, this Top Gear and Grand Tour together? Yes. Okay. Number five, I have the Perfect Road Trip, where they go across America in the Porsche, the Mercedes, and the Ferrari. Okay. I did. Yeah. Okay. I have Bolivia next. Remind me those cars. That one. Oh, that was uh, I did like that one. Okay, yeah. I have a Scandi flick, the most recent special before. Solid. This one. Is that th- that's three? Then. That's a three. Okay. Number two, I have Botswana, where they go across and they have Richard's car. Uh, what is that called? Uh, he has a name for it. I totally forget his name. I don't remember. And then number one, I have the most controversial. The Patagonia special. Solid one. I, the only thing that I would, I would put the African special. So good. In my top five. I thought about but, the Middle East special as well. Yeah. With the, the three wise men. Those were <laughs> solid too. Yeah, that African special though, where they go and try and find the source of the Nile. Oh, and they're in the Subaru and the BMW. Yeah. What's James, James's car? It's a Volvo. Yeah. Naturally. Oh, yeah. Solid. That I that's probably my top three actually, and I'm surprised you left that one out. But where is that on my list? Give me Uno Momento. I have the African, sh- I have Vietnam, Burma, Africans at eleven. Wow, that's far down for me. There's nineteen. Last one I have Carnage Hwa. Is that the latest one they did like tour. the France one? Yeah, I didn't like that. Or we really liked it because we're big in France now. The Polar Special, I have at six. See, here's the thing about the African Special. I, I might move it up, but I have it behind stuff I really enjoy. Vietnam, yeah. Seaman. That one was funny. Polar Special, yeah. A Massive Hunt. I didn't like A Massive Hunt as much. It was really... It was interesting locations, but it almost felt too scripted. I know everything they do is somewhat scripted. Massive hunt. Um, uh huh. But yeah. the the certain jokes that they made that were funny, kind of the first time I saw it. But I watch it again. I'm like, this seems a little bit forced. I love Romanian Bonneville just because they're in Utah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But anyway, they're coming to an end. Comes out this Friday, June sixteenth. Sixteenth. Oh, I'm gonna watch that, dude. I'm gonna watch that right when it comes out. I'm gonna stay up that you night. Come over. Yeah, I work Friday morning, but it's fine. If you want to come over. Yeah, we're going to watch that. We'll have a good time. We're going to do that. Okay. Um, Are we done with the Grand Tour? I think so. I'm just sad about it. The Grinded Gears. We have some gears to grind. So we... New segment. Is this a new segment? I think so. This is a new segment that we're starting. Our buddy Jackson gave us the idea. He might join us one of these times. Uh, 
segment called The Grinded Gears. Shout out J-Dog. Yeah. Jack's, Jack's Dizzle. Sure. Yeah, the Jacksophone. M- Mr. Jackson Curtis. The Jacksophone. Yeah. The Grinded Gears. We're going to talk about stuff that really irks us. Really grinds our gears. Stuff that we fucking can't stand. Yeah. We have a, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, and this is a segment that can go on for a long time. But so. we're going to try to keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Would a you lot like of to things. go first, or would you like me to go first? I'll, I'll let you take it first. I've got a lot of bones okay, to make. Okay, just, just go, just give me the first one. Texting and driving. Now, you might think, oh, you have a, uh, you have a, you have a bone to pick with people that text and drive. Because yes it's not and safe. No. It's not safe, and I don't condone that. Sure. And I don't do it. Right. Right. Um, Ever. But I'm driving on a one-lane road, so I can't pass, and it's a pretty long road, about 10 minutes east of here. Okay. And it's pretty long. It's like I'm on there for like seven minutes. Sure. And I'm behind this guy that is swerving in and out and going so unbearably slow. And when it finally opens up to two lanes, I drive past him and I see it is a older gentleman in a Mercedes car, a really nice car. And he is on his phone texting, but he is using his one hand to hold the phone and then doing the really the old person move where you ha- you're using your pointer finger on your like other hand. Like single like tapping. Yes, yeah, single tapping yeah. with the other hand. So he is two hands on the phone, driving with his knees, paying zero attention. Ridiculous. And what pissed me off the most is that he's just going so slow. If he's going fast, if he's being a little reckless, <laughs> I would be less pissed about this. But he is going so unbearably slow. Yeah. Now, I don't condone So, it wasn't even necessarily the texting and driving. It was just that he was going really slow. Well, and the fact that he's doing the, the one, the point yeah, of finger switch. Yeah, I get that. But just people driving slow to begin with does bother me. Yeah. Also, people driving really quickly... Does not bother me. Kind of bugs me. Oh. In like, the neighborhood, sure. But if you're going on the main road and you're going 85, I'm going to try to match you. Really? Sure. Where do you go? Where where do you gotta be so fast? It's Unlo- fun. You know it's fun. It is fun. I'm not denying that, but people are being dumb. Some really people are being grinds dumb. my now, gears. I should be the one allowed to drive fast. You should be allowed to drive fast, and no one else. I'm okay with that. But they don't they don't catch us when we do it. Right. But I don't have. Listen, if you're in a text and drive, which I don't support, there's an art to it. I have seen people very skilled at texting and driving that I would trust more to be in their car. While they're texting and driving? While they're texting and driving than someone that's paying full attention. Yeah. Because there are people that are just skilled drivers. Now, they shouldn't do it. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't mean they can't. Yes. Just because they shouldn't do it doesn't mean they're not fully capable. Okay. One hand, guys, I can see, I've seen guys dart their eyes so back and forth between the road and their phone. Do, it's do, like they're seeing both things at once. It's like they're seeing both things at once. It's multitasking. I can't do it. I can't do it I'm either. I'm terrible at multitasking. But I've seen it happen and it's yeah. an art form. Yeah. And that's... But if, you got, if you're using two hands to text while you're driving... You're not part of the art form. That's just... You're, you're just being an idiot at that point. You're not only being an idiot, you're being a little inconsiderate because yeah. I've got places to speed to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is probably going to be a trend is just people being idiots yeah that's your that, that that's that's one of mine is just don't be an idiot right? there's so many idiots have you seen the movie idiocracy no full of idiots yeah 
I probably won't watch it because that really sounds like it would grind my gears. It's a dumb movie. Yeah. It's a dumb comedy with uh, Owen Wilson's brother, Luke Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. If it's not Owen Wilson, I'm not watching. They go it. to the future, like they get frozen in time. They go to like a thousand years in the future, and the corporations own the rule. Like Costco's like twenty miles by twenty miles, Jeez. and no one can talk, and they just sit there and indulge television. They go like, yeah. No, that's that's being just like. Okay, yeah, that's your great. That's your anyway. Gear. So no, 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 no. That's I'm just saying. That's not the granite gear that I'm gonna say. What just in general, don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot because idiots grind my gears. Okay. Now this kind of goes in line with that, but on a lesser degree as, as yours with like texting and driving and going slow and whatnot, but not holding the door open for somebody that's walking right behind you. Oh. Like into an establishment? Right. Like you're walking, say you're walking into a restaurant or like I was down in Vegas a couple weeks ago and like people just not paying attention and you're walking right behind them and they very easily just hold the door open for an extra three seconds and not let, maybe not even let you walk through all the way, but just so you don't have to open the door again. But it's the people that just, like, push it open and just keep on walking. People that, like, do the little half movement where they're, like, holding open a crack, I still appreciate it. It's better than nothing. But it's the people that just, like, push it away and just keep on walking because they don't give a shit. They don't have spatial awareness at all. Really grinds my gears. Tell me what's worse. People that do that or people that you'll open the door for, they'll make eye contact with you, and they won't say a word. Oh, still the first one. Still the first one, probably, but that also grabs my gears. Really, yeah, it bugs me. At least say, like, thanks or smile. A smile. Even a smile's fine. But just to, like, walk by after making eye contact, that or happens a nod. way too much. Just a- acknowledging the other person in some way. Or I've done it where I've, like, you know when you're, like, walking and you're about to hold the door open and it's, like, questionable how far they are away and they'll, like, jog up to you? I did it for this guy. He jogs up, doesn't say a word. And it was probably like a good five seconds I was holding that door open. Ooh. This was like yesterday. Yeah, and you're like, really, man? Really, man? And then what I sat doing? behind him in line. <laughs> in the food What place. a douche. What a douche. Is okay. that your bone? Yep. Have you picked your bones? For that, I have. Okay, go ahead. Jersey Mike's. Right. Fucking stinks. I like Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Cakes it in butter. They've got way too many seeds on their sandwiches. It is a mess. Dude, you get it Mike's way? I don't want it Mike's way, man. What? I want it different ways that don't they don't offer. But you get it Mike's way, it kind of tickles your tongue a little bit. No, they've got gross bread. Soggy bread. Their bread is soggy. And there is nothing worse in a sandwich than soggy bread. I think it depends on what's making that bread soggy. No. Their bread's soggy. They like bake it. Basket oil butter, and vinegar? Man. Big fan. No. I love oil and vinegar on sandwiches. Uh. Salt and pepper. My girlfriend loves Jersey Mike's. She asks, yeah, like, yeah. every day, can we go to Jersey Mike's? And I always go, hell no. I hate that place. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's my Jersey Okay, Mike's that's room. it. Um, all right, this is one that I... <laughs> oh, my dog got just showed up. Hello, puppy. Um, this is one that I... I've done it before, and I feel bad. It's okay. We're, we're here to be honest. But when, when you go into the fridge or the pantry and you find something, a box of something, and you go and grab it and it's empty. 
Someone finished it off and put it back in the fridge. 100% I do that every day. That's terrible. I know it is. Yeah. See, I've done it before. And I hate myself for it. I'm and over I won't it. I'll be able to forgive myself. Yeah. Um, I do my best not to do it. Sometimes I, I I'm just. I do it every day, but I've have, I have done it recently. Right. And like sometimes it's just being lazy. Sorry to my family. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I wasn't thinking about it and I put it back. Man. Dude. Really grinds my gears. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a guilty culprit. Yeah. I wouldn't only do it in my own house, though. I wouldn't do it in someone else's house. Yeah. Um, me again? Yep. Best Buy. What a shit show. Okay, I walk into Best Buy to buy an adapter for this podcast so that we can record and bring you the entertainment that you want and deserve. I am searching for five minutes for an associate at this Best Buy. <laughs> I already looked just at Walmart. I didn't expect around. Walmart. It's Walmart. Yeah. Okay, you don't expect much. It's one of those, just to clarify, it's one of those weird adapters where we need... A USB on one side and... To plug in and then you need the USB-C to plug into the computer. Yeah. So you need like... This is a common adapter, dude. It's pretty common. Especially Couldn't now. find it anywhere. I had to go on to Amazon for this thing. But still. So I'm looking like five... It's not even or about it not having it might have not been Amazon because we're not talking about them right now. Remember. No free shout outs to Amazon. Right. They don't need it. Um... I walk in. I'm looking for an associate for like five minutes. Actively looking for one. That's pretty hard to do and not find anyone. That's yeah. Like if you're if you're going more than like thirty seconds, there's a problem. I already looked in the section. I couldn't find it, but I couldn't see it was empty either. So I find someone finally, and I go, "Hey, where are these?" And they, we go. We walk to it, but he doesn't really know where he's going. He's like, "Let me just go check in the back." I'm like, "Okay." Ten minutes later. Like, I see him around a corner. I go up to him. He's talking to his buddy. <laughs> and I go up to him. He goes, oh, he's a, yeah, oh, yeah, we don't have any. Go, Can you point me to where the dumbbells would be? He goes, uh, I don't know, but you have a good day. Wow. I felt actively kicked out. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Just point me where they would be. Or, like, say, I don't know. Let me find someone. Or even I don't know, but to say, have a good day. Yeah. Can I don't me- know. See ya. Oh, my God. Jeez. If... I'm the manager. You're getting a stern talking to for that one. I don't think they give a shit. Best Buy is a joke. Yeah. It was a mess in there. They didn't have what we needed. That's all. I'm yeah. Aiden has some stuff to Aiden talk has, about. Aiden, Best Buy we'll have well. Aiden on to specifically talk about the Best Buy. He worked there. Yeah. Not good experience. I think it was the same Best Buy as well. It is the same Best <laughs> yeah, Buy. That, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um... Another thing that really grinds my gears, and this doesn't happen very often to me, if ever, because I'm just such a nice guy. And super humble. Super humble. But someone that starts a sentence by saying, no offense, but, and then continuing on and saying something extremely offensive. Well, they say this. They know it's offensive. They know it's offensive. Maybe they're just trying to lighten the blow I don't know but it bugs me it should that would bug me too yeah and too many if, people do it if you're gonna if you're gonna insult me just do it Along don't be like no lines, offense bro there's people that will go like hey I don't know if this is gonna hurt your feelings the anything along those lines if you think if you're not sure if it's gonna hurt their feelings 
there's this thing called not saying something. Yeah, keep it to yourself, dude. Dude, get on the same page with your you. You are aware. You you've compl- congratulations. You've completed the first step. You are aware of other people's emotions. You have to start caring about what you're. You aware are of. now actively disregarding what you're aware and of. willingly disregarding. Oh, that's a good bone to pick. Yeah, that one that one really bugs me. Grinds my gears. You know what grinds my gears? Huh? Netflix. <laughs> I so I'm going after the big corporations this episode. Yeah. Netflix has recently made it so that if you are not in the same household Dude. under the same IP address as yeah. someone within the same 30 days, you can no longer use that Netflix. I am a college student. I can no longer use my parents' Netflix. I'm their oldest son. Yeah. God damn. I am yeah. a college student. I can't afford what is Netflix nowadays? $16 a month? Something like that. I don't even know. I use my parents. It's ridiculous. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh. And they all... The thing is, is that they had the most new signups in Netflix in a long time. When Dude, it was like... You... Last everyone, couple days. Speaking yeah. to humanity, you had one job to not buy it. You, you know what this means? They're going to do it more. And the other streaming services yeah. are going to do it. Yeah, Hulu, Amazon, they're all going to jump it, on this, and they're like, oh, Netflix did it. Max. It, HBO. Max. Yeah. I hate that name. I hate it, too, Didn't, but it's a good platform. What did they combine it with? Was it Discovery Plus? Yeah. Or Paramount? Yeah, Discovery. Discovery, okay. They're still Paramount Plus. Okay. But I, I don't like the name, but the platform and the selection? Really good. Yeah. Prestige. Just terrible name. Just terrible name. But to continue with Netflix, you guys have abandoned your customer. Th- like, so you have to be under the same web address under the last 30 days on a phone, but you can't do a TV at another house unless you bring that TV. To- <sighs> yeah. You hear me scoff. Yeah. That grinds my gears. Yeah. That is such a money, greedy grab. And see, on. <sighs> they have a max account. Like, it's not like. People have 65 Netflix people. Right. All they're doing is they're trying to grab more people out of their existing customers. Yeah. Their existing customers. Ugh. What really bugs me too is I have this thing like this unspoken agreement with my parents where I have a Hulu and a Disney Plus like that package thing going on. And um, – You have to throw Max in there. The Max – um, but then they have Netflix and Amazon, and we share it all. So it's like everyone's like chipping in, and I'm paying for some of it, they're paying for some of it, and we all use it, right? And now you have all the platforms. Right. But what but, Netflix has done is they've thrown... But now I can't do that. And now it's every agreement that's like that, which I'm sure there's tons of, I'm sure unfair. there's thousands, yeah. Is unfair. Yeah. Until the other streaming services pick up on it, and we're all screwed. And now it's just going to become a regular thing now. And all of a sudden, you got a budget for like an extra thirty or forty bucks a month, just to have what you already have. So, pardon my French, except for the French listeners. Yep. Which of because we love you. we have ton and we, we love, love you, you all. Fuck Netflix. Yep. Okay. Do you have another grind of gear? A gear to grind. I have one last one that is going to be more selective. And I don't think this is going to... More targeted? More targeted. That's let's a better go. word let's, for let's, it. Let's, let's, let's it's not going to apply no to you. 
No offense, but this has to do with beards. Okay. <laughs> Can't grow a beard, so yeah. I feel fine. Chewing gum. Blowing a bubble. Popping said bubble. And said bubble going into my beard. <laughs> so I, who would you be picking the nit with? Who's bothering you? Yourself? Yeah. Okay. Beards. Gum. Gum in the beard. Big gum corporations? Yeah. What's big gum up to nowadays? Why not just make some gum that doesn't stick to hair? I'm sure they have and it doesn't taste good. Probably. It's probably not gum. It's probably something else, something else terrible. Anyway. tobacco in there it just, it. I'm not... Again, not targeting anyone specifically, but just in general... It really grinds my gears when I get gum stuck in my beard. Because I want to blow a bubble. I like bubbles. Yeah. I don't, I I like, don't mind that. I don't I, know how to blow a bubble in gum. What? Maybe you can teach me? <laughs> I don't know how to do it. We'll do that Friday night, too. Oh. <laughs> right. Me, you. Friday night, learning how to blow some bubbles. Watching some cars. Watching some cars, blowing bubbles... Kicking back, <laughs> manly stuff. It's just some, just some real macho shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my last knit to pick, and yeah. I have more. I'm sorry. Yeah, this this is gonna be a continued segment. Zach on Zach talked projects. about how he was bothered that he wasn't bothered enough by enough things. Yeah, he can't hold a grudge against the corporation. I don't let things get to me. Well, I do. It's one of those reasons why you said I'm on the edge of thriving. It's because I'm happy and I don't hold grudges. Okay. We have no enemies. I have no enemies. I don't think I do either. Maybe some people view me. Yeah, some people don't like me. Some people definitely view me as an enemy. I try to not view them as enemies. I don't really care about them. So yeah, I agree. It's not. I'm just not giving them the the light of day in my the mind. The time of the light of day. The light of day. <laughs> I'm not shining no sunshine on you. I feel like. Sure, I might be wrong in that statement that I just made, but I feel like it's also correct. Perhaps. My last. Grinded gear. Yeah. The thing that bothers me above all else. Since Adam Silver has taken over the NBA, this is especially <laughs> relevant because of the Nuggets and Heat Finals. Uh-huh. The monetization of the NBA has dropped the prestige level and the viewer experience tenfold. Yeah. I would like to list off the top of my head, well, what I wrote down off the top of my head, <laughs> the monetizations and ads during the NBA Finals last night. <clears throat> you actually wrote them down. I wrote them down. Okay. YouTube TV. Yeah. The main sponsor. The finals are brought to you by YouTube. No, it's not. The finals are brought to us by the NBA. I don't <laughs> care what YouTube TV says. Yeah. I don't care how much they pay. They don't bring it to us. The NBA could has done the I finals. watched it on ESPN. The so NBA I don't know. has done the finals with zero title sponsors. Yeah. So I think they could bring it to us and I would prefer them to do so. Yeah. There's a YouTube TV ad on these this is just what I could think of. Scoreboard the the hoop the post yeah the sideline the sideline screen and in the actual logo on the court the 2023 NBA Finals YouTube TV brought to you by YouTube TV there is a Michelob Ultra on the base on both baselines huge logo uh huh 
How much do you think they had to pay for that? A huge amount. I feel like an, an insane amount of Copious money. amounts of millions. Yeah. Jersey advertisements, uh, Jersey advertisements, which bother me so much. Remember the Lakers were Wish? Wish was yeah. on the Lakers jerseys? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. So it was like FTX was on the Nuggets or something like that. Something else on the Heat. Bothers me so much. Yeah. This is all happening in Ball Arena, which you can clearly see on both sides. The NBA is a multi-billion dollar corporation. Yeah. I don't mind saying the NBA Finals brought to you by YouTube TV if that's the end of it. If I see YouTube TV four times in my in my one second at glancing, it is too much. Yep. They are throwing too much at you. If anything, so the NFL does it a slightly different way where they'll say like after each like commercial break or whatever it is, they're like, oh, this is brought to you by... The NBA does that too? Yeah, well, yeah, but the NFL, they'll just name off like three or four different things that it's brought to you by. But then that's pretty much it. I guarantee the NFL makes more money off sponsorships. Zero advertisements on the field. Yeah. Zero advertisements on the jersey. The NBA as a product was better under David Stern than Adam Silver. Yeah. Hot take. I don't mind it. You don't mind... I don't mind your hot take. You don't mind my hot take or you don't mind the jerseys advertisements? No, I don't mind your hot take. Okay. The jerseys bug me. Dude. That really so grinds bad. my gears. And if it was just one advertisement, maybe even keep the jerseys, but then don't shove everything else down my face. There were four advertisements. So let's see. Let's plan this out viewer-wise. Yeah. You have the ball arena. You guys are missing the, 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 the hands the right now. but Ball arena on either side of the yeah. Nuggets logo. On the other side of that, you are looking at YouTube TV. On yeah. the baseline, you also see YouTube TV. Michelob Ultra on the on sideline, you see YouTube TV. Michelob Ultra on the baseline. At any point, you could see six advertisements in huge fonts. The advertisements are bigger than the players. Yeah. Like, just size-wise. Those players... Are wearing advertisements on Six themselves. to seven feet tall. Yeah, and they're wearing advertisements. Yeah. All of them. They're a walking advertisement, literally. And there's Nike logos everywhere. Yeah, and, uh, that one I don't mind as much because they yeah, like they, provide they the gear and yeah. whatever. But they had Adidas logos. Yeah, but the other one that bugs me is when they shoot to the camera where someone's shooting a, a free throw, and it's like right above the net, and you're looking down at the net. You know what I'm talking about? Very bad camera angle. Yeah, terrible camera angle. But like right on the top of that thing, there's a sponsor there. There's always a sponsor where Tiso. The shot clock is brought to you by T-Cell. Yeah. I feel like the NBA could get away with making their own shot clock. <laughs> I think they could figure it out. I bet. You know what? Buy the one at Walmart. Yeah. I ha- I used to have one of those. Yeah. It worked fine. Yeah. <laughs> it worked fine. It bothers me so much. It does. It get Oh, my goodness. That gets under my skin. And it didn't used to be like this. Remember the old NBA Finals logo they used to have? And the yeah. cursive on, on the Celtics parquet court? Classic. In... Dallas, oh my goodness, that's how it should be. But well, who am I? Who am I to have an opinion? Never going back. No, nope. just, just think about the contracts now. They can't yeah. afford to go back. No, nope. I, mean, I guess the players make more, but I feel like there's other ways they could have achieved that goal. More commer- I would have rather have more commercials than what they do. Really? Yeah. Or just charge. People are gonna buy that commercial slot. Charge, charge more, more for the commercial. Or list off, at the end of each quarter, list off a bunch of sponsors. Yeah. 
or there's so many different ways you could do this. You could put more spot like the YouTube TV in the corner, right? Keep that, but take everything off, and it's digitally added onto the court. Yeah, which looks bad sometimes. Like you can see, like they will go over the players' feet sometimes. I notice uh, soccer does that a lot. I don't know if you watch soccer much, but on the like on, on the, the side, the, well, I, the soccer I watch doesn't have that because I watch like the World Cup. Okay, I feel like the World Cup probably doesn't have that. No. Yeah, but I'm just watching like a regular MLS game. Just on the sides there, they'll have boards that they look like they're there in person, but then the ball will roll right over it. And you're like, oh, that's just a projection on the TV. I just had another thought. Yeah. If they're going to charge this much and they're paying the players this much, all that money, they haven't made tickets any cheaper because we're being forced advertisements. Dude, they've made them they've more made expensive. They've made viewership more expensive. Yeah. Like, just at home, it's impossible to get games. They're going to be charging $9 a game next year. What? Yeah. I actually like that idea because I do want to watch some games. And the Utah Jazz have a terrible TV deal that I think they're they getting a of. new. No, this, this new. They're coming out with a new one this year. Yeah, which I'm excited about. Which Ryan Smith has gone on the record saying that basically anyone that owns a TV will be able to in Utah game. is going to be able to watch a jazz game. Which and guess what? They're going to keep the advertisements up. Honestly, if I get to actually watch a jazz game without having to go and like... I don't think that's due to the advertisements. I think they could do that anyways. There used to be K-Jazz. This used to <sighs> yeah. be a thing. Yeah. This used to be a thing. Yeah. Well, that is the Grand Gears. Solid. I I like that segment. To conclude this week's episode, we would like to be back at least bi-weekly, preferably weekly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But definitely not going to take a, another like five-month hiatus that we, we just We did. should be producing several episodes a month. Yeah. Which is the plan now. Yes. We're both on board. We had fun doing this. Yep. We got, a, we got a better spot to do it now. It's a lot easier. We both live closer. Yep. We'll be doing more of this. In there the might few, there might be an echo, which I don't know how I feel about. The plan going forward is to review more movies. More grinded gears. More grinded gears, and we'll also get a little bit more in depth with questions that hopefully you send us. To send Shades us more Night, questions. Shades at nightpod at gmail.com. Yeah, we got one question. It's really solid from Richard. And we used it. Yes, we did. And we addressed it for like thirty minutes. We'll give you thirty minutes if you send us a question. We are not gonna glaze over that question. I don't care how dumb that question is. We'll give it 30 minutes. We'll give it 30 minutes of undivided attention. And you can't even handle our undivided attention. I can barely handle half of my divided attention. And it's... I don't know if that makes any like sense. It's fourth fraction. It's like one-fourth. Yeah. Divided. Half of a divided attention fraction mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Can't handle yeah. it. Nope. Can't, can't do it. We thank you all for listening. Zach, do you have anything to conclude with? I don't think so. Hope Are we ready to have end? A good night. You feel good? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Good you, night, this has everybody. been Shades of Night. We thank you all for listening. Have a great night.